Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Today we will look into time past, time present, and time future. Through the eyes of the Apostle John, who was given a vision from the Lord God Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth and all things good. The major players of this real-life drama are the woman, the child, and the dragon. So let us surrender our preconceived ideas of what the text means, and in reverence and humility, Let us go to the book of the Revelation of Jesus. Revelation, chapter 12, verses 1 to 6. Now a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a garland of twelve stars. Then, being with child, she cried out in labour and in pain to give birth. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns, and seven diadems on his heads. His tail drew a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was ready to give birth, to devour her child as soon as it was born. She bore a male child, who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up to God and his throne. Then the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God, that they should feed her there 1,260 days. In what is the first of three parts of this high drama involving the woman, the child and the dragon, there is a great and awesome sign that appeared in heaven a sign being a symbolic representation of something else. In this instance, the sign is awesome in sight. It is something to behold and filled with awe and wonder. There is a woman clothed with the sun shining bright. The moon is under her feet and on her head was a garland of twelve stars. The sun, moon and twelve stars are reminiscent of another vision given to a young man thousands of centuries ago. His name was Joseph. Joseph was one of twelve sons of Jacob. Jacob was the son of Isaac and Isaac was the son of Abraham. The vision Joseph had was of the sun, moon and stars. The sun represented his mother, and the stars represented her sons, who together with Joseph represented the twelve tribes of ancient Israel. So the woman represents those of the ancient Israelites 
who identified with the Eternal One and gave their total allegiance to Him. Centuries before the vision of the woman clothed with the sun, a prophetic word was given to the ancient Israelites. Micah chapter 4 verses 9 to 11 Now why do you cry aloud? Is there no king in your midst? Has your counsellor perished? For pangs have seized you like a woman in labour. Be in pain and labour to bring forth, O daughter of Zion, like a woman in birth pangs. For now you shall go forth from the city, you shall dwell in the field, and to Babylon you shall go. There you shall be delivered. There the Lord will redeem you from the hand of your enemies. Now also many nations have gathered against you, who say, Let her be defiled, and let our eye look upon Zion. The ancient Israelites were likened to a woman in birth pangs. Throughout the ages depicted in the Old Testament, there were many prophecies about how the Messiah, the Anointed One of God, the Saviour of the world, would come through one of the twelve tribes of the ancient Israelites. He would come from the tribe of Judah and be born in Bethlehem. Again in the book of Micah, Israel is likened to a woman in labour. Micah chapter 5 verses 2 to 4 But you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though you are little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth to me the one to be ruler in Israel whose goings forth are from of old, from everlasting. Therefore he shall give them up, until the time that she who is in labour has given birth. Then the remnant of his brethren shall return to the children of Israel, and he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they shall abide for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth. So the stage was set throughout time for the coming of the Messiah, the Saviour of the world. Back to the three-part drama in Revelation and the second sign that appears in heaven. To our great surprise, a great fiery red dragon with seven heads and ten horns is there. The fiery red dragon represents the evil one. This is the beginning of the unveiling of the war that the evil one and those who gave their allegiance to evil have been waging against the Lord God Almighty and his people. The seven heads each have seven regal headdresses. This is imagery that represents perceived regal authority. We need to pause for a moment and remember 
that it was humanity that gave their regal authority to rule and reign to evil and their selfish desires. The fiery red dragon also has ten horns. The ten horns represent the empires of humanity without the Lord God Almighty, revealing that in rejection of the Lord God Almighty, they effectively have aligned themselves with evil and joined in the evil one's war against God. Even though the fiery red dragon was given power by humanity to devour the male child, the fiery red dragon does not succeed. History testifies that at the time of Jesus' birth, the king who aligned himself with evil ordered the killing of every male child born in Bethlehem and the surrounds. Yet just prior to that, an angel of the Lord God Almighty appeared to the parent of Jesus the male child and warned them to flee to Egypt, which they did. So the child grew to be a man, sacrificed his life, rose from the dead, and as the text describes, was caught up to God and his throne. Let us now read part two of this three-part real-life drama. Revelation chapter 12, verses 7 to 12. And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought, but they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ has come. For the accuser of our brethren, who accused them before our God day and night, has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows that he has a short time. Surprisingly, we discover that the war against the Lord God Almighty began in heaven. The great dragon called Satan or the devil and the angels who chose to align themselves with the dragon declared war on the Lord God Almighty. The angels who chose to align themselves with the Lord God Almighty fought against the great dragon and the angels who chose to align themselves with him. The main point of this real-life drama is not the war itself, but that the dragon and all those who choose to align themselves with him have been defeated. That salvation has already come to those on earth. It is a present reality. No matter what the empires of humanity who have aligned themselves with evil may do, salvation has come. 
For it is through the death and resurrection of Jesus that we receive our salvation. The great dragon and all those who choose to align themselves with him did not prevail. There was no place for them in heaven. The dragon and all those who aligned themselves with him were cast down to the earth. And the good news is that on earth they too have been defeated in Jesus' death, resurrection and ascension. The Eternal One became human. He is the male child in this real-life drama. He lived and died and ascended on high. In Jesus' human life, death and resurrection, he defeated the destructive powers of evil and the selfish desires of humanity. All those who choose to align themselves with the dragon effectively are aligning themselves with evil. In doing so, declare war against God, a war that they can never win. So we now come to the third part of this real-life drama. Revelation chapter 12, verses 13 to 17. Now when the dragon saw that he had been cast to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. But the woman was given two wings of a great eagle, that she might fly into the wilderness to her place, where she is nourished for a time, and times and half a time, from the presence of the serpent. So the serpent spewed water out of his mouth like a flood after the woman, that he might cause her to be carried away by the flood. But the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened its mouth, and swallowed up the flood which the dragon had spewed out of his mouth. And the dragon was enraged with the woman, and he went to make war with the rest of her offspring, who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. The dragon continues to wage war against the Lord God Almighty and his people. The drama unfolds as the Lord God Almighty, the Eternal One, reveals the coming together of both those of the Old Testament and the New Testament who have received his right to rule and reign. So the woman who represented all those from the Old Testament of ancient Israel who believed the Lord God Almighty and received his right to rule and reign has offspring. Remember, the offspring of the woman is the male child, who is Jesus. In Jesus' death, resurrection and ascension back to heaven, there is not only the victory over evil, but the beginning of the birth of the church. The church being those who align themselves with Jesus, thus align themselves with God. The rest of the offspring of the woman are all those who have received Jesus, receive God, and his right to rule and reign. Those who have received Jesus, receive his spirit. 
as a result, have the testimony of Jesus. The testimony that he is the Messiah, the anointed one of God, the saviour of the world. So even though the dragon knows he is defeated and will ultimately be eliminated, he continues to wage war against the Lord God Almighty. As a result of those who have received God in Jesus, the dragon and evil are in continual torment, being reminded they are defeated by the word of the testimony of the church. At the time of this vision given to John, Aspects of the church were being persecuted because they had received Jesus, had received God. John himself was in exile on the Isle of Patmos because of the word of his testimony. Yet in amongst the persecution, the Lord God Almighty brings a vision full of his love, truth and power. A vision of time past time present, and time future. Primarily speaking into the present situation of living in this world damaged by evil in amongst heavy persecution. Until Jesus returns, there will be aspects of the church who live in the midst of persecution. Persecution because they have given their allegiance to God in Jesus. However, the empires of humanity who have aligned themselves with evil will be judged. Evil has already been judged, defeated, and when Jesus returns, will be totally eliminated. For salvation, strength, and the kingdom of our God has come in Jesus' humanity, in his life, death, and resurrection. The power of God and his kingdom has come. Jesus has overcome evil, death and humanity's selfish desires. In receiving Jesus, we receive his victory, his identity, his robe of rightness and regal authority. For we together with those who have received God's right to rule and reign throughout the ages declare, we have overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony, and we do not love our lives to the death. Praise his mighty name. Let us pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that we have overcome. We are overcomers because of your gift in Jesus in Jesus' life, death, resurrection, and ascension. We say to all who are thirsty, come, drink freely and receive Jesus. Receive his right to rule and reign and enter into his eternal victory. We thank you, Father, by your Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name.